At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a Friday night on the road, Sean King. They let us out of the studios. I don't know what they were thinking. Hey, man, look, I'm excited to be on site, on location at the Thomas Mack Center here in Vegas. The energy is in the building. I actually wanted to go and run on the court, see if I get a steal. <laughs> My change of direction was what it used to be. But, hey, man, great atmosphere. A lot of people out here, all ages, you know, really enjoying some NBA Summer League. Yeah, a lot of... A lot of kids uh, out as well. There is a game going on as we speak, and then later tonight uh, there will be one more game. The Lakers will be in action. A lot of Lakers jerseys. Vegas is a Lakers town, Sean. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, It's not the worst team you can root for. I mean, historically they've done pretty good. Usually it's a good team. Even when they're bad, they're exciting. (laughs) That is true. There's always drama uh, regarding the Los Angeles Lakers. So, yeah, a little unusual, a little change to our schedule. Usually we've got the crew in here on a Friday. Last night we switched it up. We had Derek to open the show. Uh, so we're out here and uh, taking in the sights for uh, for Summer League. We've been out. Uh, the network has been out uh, for all two weeks, and it'll wrap up. The Summer League will wrap up on Sunday, Sean. So, yeah, it's, it's a neat event. Uh, we've talked about it all throughout the past couple of weeks. Uh, you look at, you know, some of these games, the bigger name guys, if they've done enough, uh, they are not playing anymore. They've kind of shut it down. Uh, so we'll see. It's a, it's an opportunity. Like we talked to Luca Garza, you know, earlier this week. It's an opportunity for players like Luca Garza and others to shine because as walking up, you know, from the floor earlier tonight, there are still plenty of scouts doing their due diligence to see if they could find that diamond in the rough. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like a live audition for a lot of players. And, uh, 
you're not only auditioning for the team that you're on, but for, you know, everyone else around the league, too. There may be a couple other teams that have you on a watch list. So it's a great opportunity to come out and showcase where your game is as we sit here July of 2022. If you had deficiencies, have you worked on them? You know, the things that you were good at, are you even better at them? So it's a great opportunity. It's also an introductory mm -hmm. type of thing where, you know, they introduce the new guys, the early lottery picks, you know, to their respective fan bases and to, you know, all the people that follow NBA. So it's a great event. You know, uh, actually, I'm surprised this late in summer league at the size of the crowd. Yeah. Like the arena's full, the parking lot's full. I know because I had to park all the way, <laughs> I think, on the strip <laughs> to get here. But, hey, man, it's tremendous. Hey, I like. I haven't been in the Thomas and Mack Center since 2008. I forgot. It's a really neat little place. Is this where you played place. your games? No, we actually played at uh, New oh, the Orleans. Orleans. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, I, I took in a couple UNLV games earlier this year, but yeah, pretty cool buzz. And certainly last week the buzz was was really strong. Uh, you know, when it comes to uh, everything that's been unfolding here. So uh, only a couple days left in the summer league. We're showing you some of the uh, summer league odds. I know JVT. Uh, you know. We uh, we may have gone at it a little bit last night on the show, but mm -hmm. uh, JVT tweeted out that he had three futures before Summer League started. The Knicks were one of them who are now the odds-on favorite, Sean, to win the Summer League, and I believe he got the Knicks at 26-1. to 1. So uh, we're pulling for JVT. Uh, he does the due diligence. He does the homework when it comes uh, to all things NBA. And uh, there you have it. The Knicks are your favorites to win uh, the NBA Summer League. I think there's... There's no playoffs. It's just the best two teams go to the championship game. Okay, I was going to ask, what's yeah. the structure? So right now we're looking at Luka Garza's Portland Trail Blazers yeah. versus the New York Knicks. I don't even know who's on the Knicks team. <laughs> they gave away their picks, right? They had to create room for Jalen Brunson. Well, Congratulations had, to him. Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, when it comes to the Knicks, um, the, the, the rumors continue to fly around about Donovan Mitchell. Is he going to be a Knick? Uh, now that the DeAndre Ayton situation has been settled and he can't be traded uh, because of that uh, restricted off, uh, free agency offer that he uh, grabbed with the Phoenix Suns, or the Suns, I should say, match what the Indiana Pacers have. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, Danny Ainge is one to smell desperation. You see the odds right there. Minus $2 for him to go to the Knicks at DraftKings in certain different spots that allow you to, to bet on those types of things. Do you ultimately see Donovan Mitchell as a New York Knick? And if so, does that change your opinion on this New York Knicks team? Well, no, it doesn't. And that's why I hope he goes to what the second betting favorite is, the Miami Heat. Because I think you add Miami Heat, I mean, you add Donovan Mitchell to the Miami Heat, that's a huge upgrade. I think Kyle Lowry's uh, old in the tooth, doesn't move like he used to, you know, doesn't have the same skill set that he had at a younger age. So Donovan brings more explosiveness, which will only open things up for guys like Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero that have more space to knock down threes. So Jimmy Butler needs a sidekick. I'd love to see him go to the Heat. I know the Knicks fan base wants it. They're looking for anything to cheer for. The question of the night, is if the Knicks win the Summer League Championship, is a banner <laughs> put up in the garden? Well, at this point, I mean, they, they were trying to put up a banner after winning a playoff game against the Atlanta Hawks hey. in a series they lost four games to one. So, you know what? I wouldn't put it past that franchise. Uh, they need something to cheer for. I, I, I agree with you, Sean. If, if Donovan Mitchell goes to the New York Knicks, 
to me, it doesn't move the needle really whatsoever. You know, maybe the win total will tick up. It might be an opportunity, honestly, to fade them again, like we did, you know, this year. Uh, but when you think about <laughs> when you think about Donovan Mitchell and the and the potential of him being a New York, we have Nick, some guests behind us that we're very familiar with. Oh, what's up, man? I mean, do they want to do they want to come on the show? We we Derek Stevens and Big Balls are are here. I guess I guess we're gonna change it up. Uh, can we figure out ways? Aaron, go talk to them. Let's hey, we see thought if, uh, we were getting away from Northern yeah, Friday. They we, were like, I no mean, way, no we, how. We switched it up. This is gonna be a new uh, a new record because Derek's gonna be on the show if he if he agrees to come on the program. Uh, this will be three times in a week. I mean, this might be a record. He might have to be starting to get on payroll. Yeah, here. I think he misses us. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know what it was? I think it was Big Balls. Big Balls was upset. He couldn't come yesterday. You know, did you know the reason why he couldn't come on the show I yesterday? I did not. What was it? Well, yesterday, for the first time in maybe, I don't know, seven years, there was lightning in Las Vegas. So he runs Stadium Swim. That's kind of an issue when you've got lightning and a giant swimming pool. Lightning and water don't mix? Don't mix all that well. All right. Uh, so I'll I believe, I believe he was uh, running around. So uh, maybe we'll get them mic'd up. You know what? It feels normal to have have those guys here. Absolutely, we need it's a Friday. I felt I felt off that we didn't have them. Yeah. We're starting with content, and we don't have the pentathlon to talk about today. So I'm still upset. I was driving trying to figure out how we gonna fill three hours. Well, guess what? I saw uh, good friends from Circa, Derek Stevens, Will Bo, Banksy's probably still on assignment somewhere, but I want, we got I, most of the crew. I watched this morning, uh, Mitch and Paul, congratulations to follow the money on your championship. Yep. We were right there. but We got mentioned. Hey, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was a phenomenal finish. Uh, Danny Burke, we, we are told to still out to you with the, uh, with the pinch hit decision there uh, by Gabe Kapler. But seeing Mitch drink a Modelo out of that cup at 6.30 in the morning, I'm not gonna lie, I got a little jealous. He took a gulp too. He, it wasn't like a sip. Like I mean, that was kind of selfish. He acted like he didn't want to uh, share. I mean, that was impressive. I, I thought he was gonna down it like uh, David Bakhtiari there. So yeah, it would have came down to who drunk first because I wasn't drinking after you. I like you a lot, but <laughs> would you have? I would have liked to see you try to down uh, some beer. And... I probably would have wasted it all what on did my you shirt. Do? Let me ask you this: When you guys won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. What was your beverage of choice? Were you spraying the champagne on everyone? Were you grabbing uh, beers? That was kind of in the locker room a yeah. little bit. Um, Did you have a cigar? Were you already in the cigars at that point? I was, so we kind of celebrated in the locker room a little bit. That was the champagne and everything, and that was cool. The problem was the stadium was so old. You like guys won a, in San Diego? Yeah, it was an old stadium, so it wasn't like this state-of-the-art deal. Then we went back to the hotel and had like a private party uh, for like family, you know, and that kind of stuff. And then we kind of got out in the city a little bit. We had been invited to some some <laughs> some other gatherings uh, of people. So we had a good time. The problem was we had a flight the following morning, first thing. Oh. Because we so, I mean, I think our flight was like at 6.30 or something. It was something crazy. Team Charter. Can't yeah. you, did you bump it back a little I, bit? I, w I wish they would have because I, I don't even remember the flight. <laughs> You know, you always hear about those, uh, you know, the, the Super Bowl MVP or whatever it is. They just don't sleep, and then they go right into the Today Show, and they go to Disneyland and all that. So, Or Disney World, I should say. Who went to Disney World off your team? Do you remember? We didn't get to go to Disney World or the White House. That was the year that uh, the World Trade Center oh. was uh, attacked. And 
So it, the travel ban was, was pretty significant. So it, that was the one interesting tidbit about that. We didn't go to Disney World or, or to the White House. Wow. All right. Uh, so we're here at Summer League. Apparently, we are. This is a complete surprise to us. We did not uh, expect it. But, you know, they're, they're, they're creatures of habit as well. They need their drink. You know, I'd be curious if, if they figured out a way to bring Spider out here so he could deliver. That his, would be what's He up. could deliver drinks uh, to, to I Derek might even and partake. Big Balls. I mean, it's Friday. Why not? We're, we're on the road. I was wearing my jacket. JVT was making fun of me. Uh, and uh, I had to take the jacket off. I was sweating a little bit. So uh, we got summer league games going on. We got games to come tonight. The Lakers will be in action uh, later tonight. Uh, summer league is wrapping up. But as uh, Sean mentioned, the atmosphere is uh, is great uh, down here at Thomas and Mac. I'm sure tomorrow will be a fun day. And then, you know, if we could figure out a way, I, I need to uh, I need to look at all the scenarios. If we could figure out a way that our guy Luca gets an opportunity to play in a championship game on Sunday. So, I mean, how do they not? If you said it's the the first two, I don't, I don't. Those odds that we showed, I don't know if that is. I think there might be still things to figure okay. out. I'll, I'll do my homework here during the break to figure out, you know, who is most likely headed to the summer league championship. But we are here at summer league. Sean King, Tim Murray, uh, Derek Stevens, and Big Balls. Apparently, they needed Our some guys. nightcap on Friday, so they will stop by next. No, they're not. Oh, come on, we can't figure it out. I'll yell at them over there. It is the nightcap. We'll figure it out who's coming on set next here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews 
with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. This segment of the Nightcap is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience Zen or nicotine satisfaction and enjoying lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, 
but I know there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zinn understands there isn't a right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take the first step toward change, Zinn will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zyn Nicotine Pouches at Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. We are here at Summer League. Uh, we had, uh, you know, we had, to, we had to get security out here. Uh, to to get some uh, hooligans uh, from the back of our set, very unprofessional uh, of Derek Stevens and uh, our good friend Big Balls. And I need security to get out of this place, man. People were asking for autographs. I was getting mobbed. They thought I was Charles Barkley. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I did see um, Mac McClung was uh, signing some autographs. Nice. He's former. having a good. He's having a very good summer league. I was surprised in Chicago didn't uh, extend him to some kind of long-term secure situation. I mean, he's explosive. You know, he can put the ball in the basket, and that's really important come playoff time. If you think back to the one Achilles heel for the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat, it was they went in long stretches, and they didn't have enough people that could create and make their own shot. So I, I think there's a, a definitely a future for him in the NBA, and uh, I'm happy that he's uh, performing because, I mean, his highlight film, have you seen his summer league <laughs> mixtape somebody put together? It's pretty impressive. Looks yeah. like young Kyrie. Yeah, he uh, he certainly is, uh, is one who can score uh, quite a bit. So, um, you know, by the way, I was just uh, getting the latest on uh, who could make the uh, championship here. It's all based off of point differential. Uh, so I believe the Portland Trailblazers, our guy Luca. I believe they've got a decent chance to uh, to make the championship. Yeah, somebody here. said Jazz had to win by 33 or something for them not to. I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, but uh, it would be cool. It would be cool for them to get an opportunity to our for Luca and. Can and you the get Trevor. a rules official up here, please? We need one. I need clarity. Yeah, we we need uh, we need it. We'll figure it out one of these days or one of the, during the show we will figure out uh, the specifics. But while we're here at summer league, I know we've uh, we've hit on it a little bit. Um, I, I just want to. And I'm not going to say finalized because we have plenty of time before the NBA season starts. But let's talk a little rookie of the year. Um, and, and yesterday we talked about how there's differing odds out there. Chet Holmgren is favorite in some spot. Uh, some spots have, you know, um, uh, Paolo as the favorite. For you, when you look at rookie of the year, and we just have DraftKings up right now, who intrigues you the most to win rookie of the year? Keegan Murray's been having a great Summer League here, does he have the ability to you know, put up enough shots? Benedict Matherin uh, for the Indiana Pacers. Uh, he could certainly get plenty of opportunities there for a rebuilding team in the Pacers. Is there a player or two that jump out to you when it comes to Rookie of the Year? Well, let's start with Keegan. I don't think the NBA will allow a post-Vladi Divac, Chris Webber, Sacramento King to win an award of that significance. Uh, so I'm going to eliminate Keegan just based upon where he plays. I still think it's going to be hard to beat the top three. And for different reasons. I think Chet Holmgren is just going to have some games that are just so impressive. He looks like he's going to be like a triple-double like type machine. You know, because 
you know, he can dish the ball, he has a handle, he can shoot, he can rebound, he blocks shots. Paulo, because of the volume and the talent, I think he's going to have the green light, you know, game in and game out. And Jay Nivey, because of the explosiveness, I think his top 10 plays probably going to be better than any other rookie. Now, will he be able to knock down the jumper consistently enough to make the points per game average, you know, put him in first place? We'll see. But uh, I think it's going to be exciting to watch these guys. The only one I don't have a lot of faith in is Jabari. I think Jabari is going to be a guy that is a rock-solid NBA player, but not necessarily one that wows anybody. So I wouldn't be shocked if he ends his rookie year 12 and 8 a game or something, but I don't think that'll be good enough to win rookie of the year. The rest of those guys, it's kind of a crapshoot, man. I'm not really sure what Indiana's doing. You know, I'm really high on Benedict Matherin, mm -hmm. but, I mean, it seems like they're shopping Miles Turner and... They're trying to rebuild. You know, so w w where is he in that rotation? When you look at him, they got some wing players, you know, already. They brought some guards back, you know, when they uh, sent a bonus to Sacramento. So a little crowded there. Same thing with Shaden Sharp. Like, you know, how much time does he actually get? You know, he got hurt in summer league, didn't look impressive. You know, and the rest of those guys are kind of like a crap shoot, you know, when you look at them. You know, uh, so I, I stick with the top three, you know, and uh, – I don't really have a favorite out of those three because I think they all bring something different to the table. Yeah, and, and, and to your point, you know, look, we, we hear, you know, always like to look for long shots. Um, I, I, when I look at, you know, Johnny Davis, he's really struggled uh, here in the summer league, and you've got Bradley Beal, you've got Chris Tapps Porzingis. Uh, I, I just don't think Brad, Johnny Davis, in my opinion, barring injury to Bradley Beal, is going to be looked at as a guy that's going to, you know, get his shot. Uh, to me, he looked a little timid here in Summer League, which is a bit surprising considering, you know, he was like he was the guy at Wisconsin. I know it's it's different, but, you know, this as we've talked about the Summer League is is to accentuate these guys, right? These top picks. So Johnny Davis is a bit uh, surprising and a little underwhelming. Ochai Obaji, uh, I like him. I think he'll be a good rotational guy, but is he going to have enough volume there for a, a borderline playoff team, right? I mean, they made the play in tournament and ultimately got upset and did not make the playoffs. So, you know, I don't think Ochai Abaji kind of same goes with Dyson Daniels. I think New Orleans is very happy about him. I mean, look at that team. I mean, that team's ready to compete yeah. now. With Zion, uh, if he's healthy, and we'll get into this later. Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum. I think Zion uh, makes the Pelicans a worthy futures bet, you know, to win their division, you know, to potentially win the East Conference. Western. I mean, Western Conference uh, playoffs. I, and that may sound crazy, but you think Golden State's a year older? Uh, the Lakers, as we sit right now, still haven't improved their roster. Mm -hmm. uh, we think we're going to get the Clippers with Kawhi, Paul George, and crew, but we still haven't seen that, you know, for for a full season. So, you know, the Suns seem disgruntled about their core at the end of the year. Yet their, coming core, back now. yet their core is the same. So, uh, you know, why wouldn't you take a flyer, you know, on the Pelicans? You know, I is it likely? Maybe not. But think about what Zion adds to them. Well, they were a playoff team. People were excited about them, and they didn't have Zion yep. last year. So if they could figure it out, Zion could stay healthy. Yeah, they're they're certainly a at twenty to one. Why not? A, a fascinating team. Yeah, uh, you know that is uh, certainly one. And uh, I doubt it highly, highly. But you never know. Maybe they. Uh, get really aggressive and try to go get a guy in Brooklyn uh, by the name of Kevin Durant. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think they need him. 
I like I their team. I don't think they would be willing to part ways with Brandon Ingram. I think they like the way that he's uh, he's been moving up. But back to rookie of the year, you know, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, you know, Paolo almost feels like, you know, what am I missing? I, I was listening to a couple podcasts earlier today talking about rookie of the year, and they started to get into, oh, yeah, Paolo should be around plus 150, two to one. That's what I'm starting to get a little bit worried, but I but I understand it, right? He played at the highest level at Duke, led his team all the way to the Final Four, was the best player on that team, can fill up the stat sheet. He's not going to be a guy that is going to struggle physically. He is a big, big boy. Athletically, maybe some questions, but you know, you look at that that Magic team. He's going to be expected to do a whole hell of a lot. I, I talked about Jaden Ivey yesterday. Jaden Ivey intrigues me. I think they're going to let him make his mistakes. He's going to be out there. But the big question about Jaden Ivey is with Cade Cunningham there. Is Cade running point? Is you know is he running as a two guard? How are they going to run that backcourt? So I, I think there's the potential of Jaden Ivey filling up some stat sheets. So I'm debating maybe putting you know a half a unit on both Palo and Jaden Ivey. I think those two guys are the ones I'm looking at. And kind of like what you do with horse racing, right. you know, find one of the favorites and try to just eliminate them. I'm not saying Chet's going to have a bad year, but I, I, I think there's the possibility, too, they've done this, is if they're trying to tank for the French kid, there's a chance that Chet doesn't play down the stretch. There's a chance. They've done that in recent years, even with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yeah, I just think Chet... When you put it all together, the size, the skill set, the demeanor, the mentality. He's ready to go, man. I mean, he's going to be a good player. He, oh, no. He, now, I don't know if he's going to be a dominant player in year one until his body fills out. But, I mean, how does he not average 15, 8, and 8? Especially on that team. With he, two he blocks a game. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he looks like, yeah. you know? He's got that, you know, he's certainly got the potential to do so. So uh, we're here at Summer League. Sean King to my left, Tim Murray with you. We'll talk a little NFL football with our good friend uh, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus next. I wish he was here. He's not here. He's not here. He will join us via Skype. We are live from the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon. Now to join the action, Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly on site at NBA Summer League Tim Murray and Sean King with you and you know this guy is he's just a good guy he's got a family wedding tomorrow and yet he still said yes to come on with us two knuckleheads on a Friday night and he is Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus Eric we appreciate it man uh, don't let us down are you sweating out CFL tonight well, yeah, and, and I, one of the reasons I wanted to come on, and I wanted to congratulate our friend Sean here on his uh, New Orleans Football Hall of Fame uh, induction. So congratulations, Mr. King. Thank you very much. 
yeah, I'm sweating out uh, the Stampeders plus four in this CFL game. We'll see uh, <laughs> if, if this ends up being anything uh, uh, worthy of money here. You're well, on the I, same bet, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I have them uh, plus three and a half, but I also have over 48. So you need some work there. I think they're at 29, 29. about midway through the third. So, you know, we could use some points. <laughs> what are we, about 20 points away? So yeah, look, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. You Let's guys, do it. You guys are good to go. Well, you know, we, we've talked so many different angles of betting with, with Eric. Obviously, you know, we love betting the draft. We talk so much draft with him. I think one of the most fascinating uh, markets this year is coach of the year and it's not just this year it's every year because you know Eric there is no surefire favorite right the, the favorite right now is Brandon Staley head coach of the Chargers and at DraftKings he's 14 to 1 uh, and then it's just a kind of a a ton of different coaches 16 to 1 you got four different or two different coaches at 16 to 1 and Mike McDaniel and Nathaniel Hackett when you look at the coach of the year market uh, what jumps out at you uh, right now in the coach of the year market? Yeah, this is one where I'm not necessarily high on this team in general. Um, I know Sean is, um, but if, if everything came together, the coach of the year market to me is a slam dunk. And that's Kevin O'Connell with the Minnesota Vikings, like at 20 to one, the DraftKings I think is the best price mm -hmm. you can get them at. But, you know, I, if everything comes together, I don't see Kirk Cousins like having better stats than last year. I don't see, you know, Justin Jefferson has the most receiving yards in the first few years of a career in league history. So I don't necessarily see, you know, him having like, you know, another great statistical year relative to expectations. If they, you know, and they have not lost a one a game by more than one score that Kirk Cousins started um, since, you know, Christmas of 2020. So if they like flip a couple of those coins and they come up heads instead of coming up tails, um, you know, I think, you know, 11 and six, a division title. I think O'Connell at 20 to one ends up winning that award. I actually like that. Mm -hmm. And the way I look at coach of the year, Eric, and I agree with this, and I'm glad you made those pertinent points about if they're better, Cousins isn't going to get the credit. Jefferson isn't going to get the credit. It's going to go to the head coach. They're going to feel like, that was an upgrade from Mike Zimmer, and it got a team that's already really talented over the hump. So I like it at 12 to 1. I don't know if Minnesota. 20 to 1. I mean, 20 to 1. Yeah, I don't know if Minnesota's players can hold up their end of the bargain, but if the season goes, you know, as you expect and anticipate, I do think Kevin O'Connell will get a lot of the credit. Yeah, and I think I think another one in that regard too is Washington with Ron Rivera. I believe it's 35 to 1. Now we're talking. And, and, and again, to me, it's, you know, no one's going to give Carson Wentz credit. No one's going to give, you know, McLaurin. Everybody believes McLaurin's good already, right? It's for the, in this market, you want to bet on a coach on a team where if they do really, really well, the, the players aren't going to get the, going to get the credit, right? And, and I think in Washington, that's a similar one as well. If they win 11 games, people are going to look at Rivera and say, oh gosh, he's the one that's spinning all the plays here. You know, you were on to something. And then you made a misstep. But see, that's why you come on the nightcap, so that we can keep you walking in a straight line. Carson Wentz will be in the NFL MVP conversation. No, he won't. And no, he won't. That'll bring Ron Rivera into the NFL Coach of the Year conversation. I mean, if... if I, I think Carson Wentz is more, one of the most over underrated quarterbacks in the National Football League, Eric. I think he's going to have a tremendous year. You're crazy. I think people are going to finally recognize 
You know, he's going to be why slightly two, better. Why two different teams quit on him? 27 and 7. Like, it's amazing when you look at how bad quarterback players around the league that 27 and 7 can get you fired. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I'm, I'm on Washington's over at seven and a half. I think we talked about that on the show. But I don't necessarily believe it's because Carson Wentz will be amazing. I just think it's going to be because he's better than Taylor Heineke, which I don't think is a difficult, uh, you know, bar to cross. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And, and that's why I like them to go over their win total uh, as well as we're talking to Eric Eager. But uh, the crazy pills that Sean takes. Carson it, for president. Yeah, uh, I don't know why you uh, have gone completely off the deep end there. I want to throw a couple coaches at your way and and what and I kind of talked myself out of them because if you look at recent recipients of this award, you really have got to be in that 11, 12 win range. But, you know, I, I do think, and I know you've tweeted about them a lot. I think the Lions will take a step forward with Dan Campbell from 313 and one uh, and, and win maybe seven games this year. I do think Doug Peterson, you know, not just being a complete moron and taking over for Urban, they should take a step forward. But I think the precedent and the history is really against him because, Eric, I don't look at either one of those teams necessarily as figuring out a way to get into the playoffs. Now, if they did, it's probably a slam dunk. But how much do you think it, it, it is against those two particular coaches where you could see teams take an exponential jump but not make the playoffs? Do those two coaches have a chance? Yeah, I think you're better off in those markets of going, you know, Jacksonville, what, six or seven to one to win that division or um, or going, you know, uh, Detroit four to one to make the playoffs. I think especially in Jacksonville, if they're amazing, it's going to be because of Trevor Lawrence. And then I think all of the, you know, you know, the the praise gets concentrated on him. I think in Detroit, you know, Dan Campbell is like one of these, you know, more respected guys in that market. So why not bet Detroit 12 to one or so to win the NFC North if you're going to bet? 20 to one on Dan Campbell. You know what I mean? Like, I think that those things are fairly correlated. And I, and I don't know, you know, if they, if they may, maybe Detroit is the one because they don't have a superstar quarterback um, where if they do really well, it's going to immediately go to the coach. The fascinating one for me, Eric, is New Orleans. If New Orleans wins the South and is the one of the top three seeds in the NFC, does Dennis Allen get the credit? He does. Yeah, I think so. That's another one that I really like. Where is he at? 30 to 1, 35 yeah. to 1. I think that's a good bet. Uh, yeah, because Jameis is always going to be a quarterback that I think people underestimate. Um, but but if they win that division, it's going to be because of the defense. And generally speaking, it's really hard to give any one defender the credit, right? So I, I think it goes to Dennis Allen's, you know, spinning the plates on that defense. Uh, and, and, and yeah, I like that one a lot, actually. I I personally believe that Sean Payton's going to be a huge loss for them. But if he's not, then I'd like to bet into Dennis Allen getting a lot of credit. We're talking to Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. We've actually seen a little bit of movement in this market. Uh, we've talked about it on this show. And, uh, you know, it was earlier this week. It was at 6-1. to one. He's now down to 5-1 to one at FanDuel, but still 550 at DraftKings. Jameis to win comeback player of the year with weapons that are around him, Eric. And then the fact that Carmichael is still there. There's a lot of continuity. Um, you know, you draft Chris Olave. You bring in, uh, you know, more pieces around them. Michael Thomas coming back. Uh, have you looked at that comeback uh, player of the year market? Because I... 
as I said on the show, I don't really fully understand how Derrick Henry's a part of this. He came back last year. Yeah, it's a good one. I think Henry is, you know, I think the, the right bet to make about Derrick Henry, unfortunately, is over 0.5 good seasons, you know, yeah. because of because of his age. You know, not age, is, it sounds silly for a running back, but like size and injury history and stuff like that. It, you know, but I, I do like Jameis there. Jameis led the league in passing yards two years ago. You know, he's a very talented player. Um, obviously, he's not perfect. Uh, throw, you know, turnover-worthy plays and stuff like that, but he, he seemed to got, get it figured out last year, and that's a pretty good offensive line. I know they lose Armstead, but they still have, you know, fairly good guys in the interior and, and Ram check at right tackle. So uh, I like it. I, I think Olave is going to be great for that offense. Uh, I think Landry is also a very good complementary wide receiver. Yeah, there's no doubt. We're talking to Eric Eager. Hey, uh, Eric, uh, the odds just came in. I, I texted a, uh, a sports book here. Uh, minus 300 that you'll be doing the chicken dance with your two daughters tomorrow at this uh, family wedding. I mean, that I'd lay it. I, I don't <laughs> like to lay that big of a favorite, but I think you have to. Hey, Eric, we always appreciate it, man. We know uh, you're Great with your fans, so we appreciate you jumping on on a Friday night. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. There he is, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus, at PFF underscore Eric. Always love chatting with Eric. Yeah, man. Uh, I could be talked into a little Ron Rivera, Coach of the Year. Hey, why not? You know, a little get a little crazy. All right, we'll come on back live from Summer League here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Beeson is broadcasting live from Summer League. Hey, we're here until July 17th. That is Sunday when the championship will be taking place. You can catch Jonathan Von Tobel. I believe he'll be here on Sunday. Myself, Amal Shaw. We will be here tomorrow, noon to 3 Pacific. That is 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure to check us out. All our content on our YouTube page as well. So check out Beeson on YouTube and us on Twitter at 
VSIN Live. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. As mentioned, we are here at Summer League. Still one more game to go this evening uh, at Summer League. Uh, I believe the Lakers will be taking the court. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was about to hear some cheers there. Yeah, I saw quite a few. Uh Kobe, LeBron, Magic. I even saw Kareem. Did you? Yeah. Wow, old school. I appreciate nice. it. Nice. The Laker fans are out. Uh, I want to get you an update on uh, on your CFL it's 20 game. 20-16. to 16, I saw it. So, so you, that's good because I'm at 36. So I need points and Stampeders to cover three and a half. All right. We've got, we're still alive. Still alive there. Um, what are you sweating out in baseball? Uh, I had the Red Sox. Still alive? Yeah, they had the bases loaded top of the 10th, but it was two outs. And I'm not sure what happened, but they didn't get any runs across. So, of course, the Yankees start with the guy on second in the bottom of the 10th. So it's going to take a heck of an inning from that staff, you know, not to uh, allow a run across. But we'll see. Stranger things have happened. You know, we should have. Uh, today was the day, right? Yesterday, everybody faded the Kansas City Royals with all the players not allowed to travel to uh, Canada, and they won. Today was the day to fade them. And actually, I think Scott Seidenberg on Twitter, good job, Scott, I saw that. Uh, his play of the day, he had a uh, run line for the Blue Jays. They won 8-1, to one. so today was apparently the day. The uh, Orioles' winning streak came to a close today. It did. Uh, but they continue. It's crazy. If you just look at on the run line, now you would have had to lay $2 uh, for them because they were at Tampa Bay. But they continue to cover on the run line. It's unbelievable uh, for them. So 5-4, to four, uh, the Rays beat the Orioles today. The 10-game winning streak for the Orioles came has come to a close. Well, while we sit here at Summer League, basketball is uh, is on our mind. And certainly things we've been talking about non-stop for the past couple of weeks is where will Kevin Durant ultimately land? Will Donovan Mitchell now? That's the most recent. Will, will he be traded? You know, you look at these odds. Um, I, I don't know how he goes to the Suns now. Um, you know, I, I don't know if these are completely updated um, because he's with the DeAndre Ayton situation, he was the chip that would bring Kevin Durant back. Now, you know, we talked about the possibility of, or Bobby Marks put out the possibility of like a multi-team trade incorporating the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell goes it to Brooklyn. Aiton, though. It did involve Aiton. He can't be traded. And that would have, you know, would have been a sign and trade with Indiana. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Is there then value on the plus 140 that he starts the season on the, on the Nets? If those odds are current, then yeah, absolutely. I don't think the Nets ever were of the mindset that well, we're going to trade Kevin Durant. I think they were of the mindset, let's see if someone will give us something where we can't not take the deal. So to me, this is different than when, like, James Harden asked out of Houston. He basically was like, okay, I'm not playing here anymore. He was overweight. He wasn't giving effort. Mm -hmm. They didn't have any chance. I mean, they didn't have any shot of keeping him. I don't think the situation is like that. I think Kevin angst and anger and I don't even know if anger is the right word but I think his frustration is the ongoing drama with Kyrie and the fact that since he's been there it's always been about everything but basketball you know and if that's the situation I think that's fixable 
I don't. I still don't think Kyrie's around. I, I think they they move off of him. Um, I think ultimately the Lakers and, and the Nets come to a agreement at some point. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're racing towards that. We've we've heard rumors and reports of different offers that have been turned down by each organization. Um, let me ask you this, Sean, before we jump into some of the odds out there. Are is the market too low on Kevin Durant? He's entering year 34. Uh, he's a taller guy. He's got some injury history. Still averaged 30 points a game last year. And if he's put into a lot of situations, he's going to help you win a championship. Now, the reason you go out and get a Kevin Durant is you're going to try to win a championship in those two, three years before maybe he starts tailing off a little bit. So if you're Toronto, would you be willing to part ways with a Scotty Barnes because the ultimate goal is a championship, or do you want sustained success, and do you like what you're building up there in Toronto? See, if I ran the Toronto Raptors, it would not be about necessarily what we have to send back in return for Kevin Durant. It'd have to be my comfortability with Durant's desire to be in Toronto. So let's say he wants like to be there. Like, he'd have to pick up the phone and call and say, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but I've always loved to see the Toronto uh, Sean, if you can make the trade happen, I want to be in Toronto. And okay, then I would try and come up with a deal that doesn't include Scotty Barnes, because mm -hmm. I think I have to find a way to keep Scotty Barnes for us to be competitive as far as winning the Eastern Conference. And you know, we'll see if we can get some worked out with Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I just think I think Brooklyn right now, to to what you've been saying all along, and I think a lot of us have alluded to it. A player can request a trade. Right. He's under contract for four years, so they can, you know, try to get a King's Ransom like they did with Minnesota, asking for Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards and all those picks. And they said no. Um, and right now, they're just kind of sitting back and saying, all right, well, here we are, and, and this is what we'll roll with. So let's spin that into, you know, current odds. I don't want to go to the Atlantic division. So, you know, most people don't look at basketball based off a of division, but when you're betting it, it's kind of a unique way and a unique angle to bet teams to maybe not win the Eastern Conference or, you know, uh, win the championship. So the Atlantic division has the Celtics, the Sixers, the Nets, the Raptors, and the Knicks, Sean. The Celtics are the favorite at minus 140, and I think rightfully so. But you look at the, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, they've made some, in my opinion, some nice moves to bolster their depth uh, James Harden opted out, signed for less, so they bring in, you know, P.J. Tucker, uh, some other pieces as well. Then you look at the Nets, who we've been talking about, and then the, the Toronto Raptors. If they were to make a move to go get Kevin Durant, seems unlikely now, but how much does that shift I still these think odds? you have to buy some stock in the Nets at plus 500. I mean, no matter what you think about the turmoil, the disruptions, everything that's occurred throughout the offseason, at the end of the day, they could start next season with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons. And I'd take five to one on that trio getting together saying, okay, look, the process was imperfect, but let's make the end result desirable. Let's make the end result what we all ultimately want, which is another championship for Kyrie and KD and a championship for Ben Simmons. So to me, the value right there is the Nets at five to one because I don't think Kyrie gets traded if Durant's not traded. So if they go to Durant's people at the end of it and say, hey, we tried, we couldn't find anything that we thought was worthy 
in return of us giving you to someone else. We're going to keep Kyrie and see if he can, you know, be available for a full year. Ben has assured us that, you know, his issues are behind him and he's ready to play. And now you're looking at a team that you get at 5-1 to one just to win the division. My only hesitation of that, and I understand where you're coming from, and I don't fully, I don't, you know, say it's crazy because it's 5-1. to one. My question is, if you're going to bet the Nets, are they a team that's really going to go all for it in the regular season? They might be a team where if they're going to put it together, they're veteran enough where they say, okay, we can win the Eastern Conference. I think the recency of their failures impacts if they end up staying together, how they approach this regular season. They've tried that since they've been there. Since Kevin and Kyrie got to Brooklyn, some of it's been because of injury. Some of it's been because of load management, but they've tried to, okay, let's cruise through the regular season and then we'll turn it up a notch in the playoffs. It hasn't worked. Mm -hmm. So I can see them saying, hey, you know, let's go and do what we're supposed to do from day one. Let's create the right habits. Let's create the right culture. Let's put everything behind us. Let's see if we can really go out here and if our best is good enough to bring a championship to Brooklyn. And... I mean, five to one, this is as good as it's going to get. Because if KD ultimately isn't traded and Kyrie isn't moved, then that number's going down. It's not going up. Philadelphia is fascinating to me. Last year went 51 and 31. They tied for the Atlantic Division crown. Now the tiebreaker went to the Celtics. And, and once again, I, the Celtics are the rightful favorite. But, you know, James Harden opting out, signing for less, tells me a little something, Sean, about where his mind's at. They were able to get P.J. Tucker, able to get De'Anthony Melton, able to get Daniel House. I think plus 280 is an intriguing look for a team that ultimately did finish tied for first in that Atlantic division. We're live from the Summer League. Sean King, Tim Murray here on the Nightcap. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.